Welcome, everybody, to the Dope Dichotomy podcast. I'm your host, Mona. How's everybody doing out there today? Make sure you drop a comment and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page as well. I'm joined today by special co-host Eric E. B. Eek. Biezebe. He's my friend, but I can't, I can't ever say the last name. So say it again. Biezebe. Eric Biezebe. Okay. Shout out to Nigeria. Absolutely. For sure. And today we're going to have an episode of Hot Topics. I'm so excited because there's a lot of things that are going on and we just wanted to like kick it and have fun. And when you ask me where do you look, you can look at me, you can look up there. All right. So either way is cool. Um, everybody, as always, if you comment on my watch party, I will try to see the comments, but the main comments get displayed on the screen for us, and those are on the Dope Academy Facebook page. So you want to go on there so that we can interact with you. Um, and then, of course, in two days, the podcast will be on all streaming services, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google, and Apple. Well, not all, but almost. Um, and I just submitted to iHeart, so hopefully we'll be on iHeart Radio um, very soon as well. Um, but speaking of interacting, <clears throat> this is unplanned, but we like kind of had a conversation before this, and we really need help with the audience out here. So hip-hop heads. Eric, he um, presented a question earlier. We were talking about like hip-hop with R&B on them, and he believes that the first hip-hop song he can think of that the group was already established mm -hmm. and then the singer was already established mm -hmm. was Ill Al Scratch and it was called I'll Take Her and it had Brian McKnight on it. Absolutely. And yeah, you, and I, and I agree that, that that was the song we started talking about but I don't know if that was the first one that really had two established people. Because I think it was significant because it was the first song that had a video and it was mainstream. It was on the radio. So like you, had to that, the you got to add that into it, you know? Yes. The first mainstream song that had a real R&B established artist on the actual track. Yes, for sure. What's up, Austin? What's up, Timothy and Dikuyi? I hope I said that name correctly. What's that? <laughs> so I'm like, yes. I'm, the I'm the African whisperer. Yes. I do not know. <laughs> that's from that's from South Africa. I don't know. <laughs> the African whisperer? It's hilarious. I was like, I don't know. Nah, I, I think that's how it sounds. It sounds pretty. Yeah, I, I like it, it but I don't, I don't want to like murder someone's name. I think everybody deserves to have their name said correctly. Absolutely. Of course. So if you can think of a song that came out that had an established hip-hop act and an established R&B act that was before I'll Take Her with Brian McKnight and Ill Al Scratch and what's his other name? Was it, it wasn't it Ill Al Scratch and something else? No, or was it just it. Ill Al Scratch? Ill and Al Scratch. Okay. Ill and Al Scratch. That's yeah. what it was. Um, then please leave a message in the comments. We definitely want to know. We're trying to see if there's anything else. And I can't think of anything else because everything else, the people are established now, but at the time when they were singing on them, they weren't, you know, recognized acts or whatever. So please let us know for sure. So we're going to get into these hot topics. So we're going to go ahead and go to the first one, which is A. Mm-hmm. No problem. It is okay. Yep. So the first topic is going to be um, Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion. Now, we mm. covered this a little bit before when yeah. Eric was here in the beginning of the season. Um, but some recent developments have happened. You know that um, Tory was finally charged. Yeah. And also, he put out an album, Daystar. Which is actually fire. It's not bad. It's, it's not bad. 
Um, but a lot of people didn't even want to listen to it. They don't want to give it a chance. They feel like he's capitalizing on um, a really difficult moment for Meg. Um, so I just want to know your thoughts on it. Um, a couple of things. One, he is um, actually for your man. So um, the reason he put it out, he put the project out on that date because it was his mother's birthday, I believe. Uh, I don't know. I, it was I, something I, significant. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, that I don't know the actual fact, but um, a lot of people, it was a lot of blowback because of what happened with the Breonna Taylor situation. Mm-hmm. And um, I get that side. But um, yeah, sometimes I think ugh, he didn't think that uh that out as thoroughly as she should. But you know, it's it's his choice. You know, are so, you mansplaining? Nah. If, if it would have been a woman, I would have still said it was her choice, you know, at the end What's of the up, day. What's up, Philip? Um, so you you think that it's okay, I mean, mm. I just want to make sure we're clear, that someone could have been involved in a possible shooting mm. of a woman, a black female, mm-hmm. and does not say anything to defend himself. Okay. Puts out... Um, what has been told from the other side of lies to try to discredit the situation mm-hmm. and then puts out a, a album basically um, saying that he's still in love with her but he didn't do anything wrong and then trashing other black females in it. Okay. You think that that was the proper thing for him to do? I. After the Breonna Taylor hearing, I mean ruling. I wouldn't have done that. Okay. So we make, sh- we make excuses for short guys from Canada now? Not even making excuses. I'm saying it's his <laughs> choice. That's his right. So I can disagree with it. I wouldn't have done that. And then again, it's, it's different. Optics and right and wrong, it's two different things, right? But how do you feel about the fact that this man... This man? Pulled out a gun when dealing with a female. Allegedly. Where did the gun come from? It didn't come from her friend. And it did not come from the bodyguard. Still alleged. Unless Candyman we... did it. True. Absolutely. <laughs> it's still alleged to this point. Alleged doesn't mean he, that didn't happen the way you said it, but we don't know. I don't know. You know where you're there. I wasn't there, but I, I'm smart and I can put two Absolutely. And two together. And I held back. At first, I was like, okay, I'm going to see what's going on. But historically, it's been some supposed open and shut cases in the media. And the media back back in the day could have been, you know, radio, print, whatever. And then we found out the whole truth, and it was totally different. I'm not saying this is the case. Y'all found the whole truth. There has very, very rarely ever been a case that I did not reach it for myself, and something came out later, and it was like, ooh, because everybody jumped to, ju- to judgment. I don't do that. I really look at the whole situation, and I make a decision. Okay, and I'm Matt usually, Locke, Perry and I'm Mason. Usually, <laughs> I'm usually not wrong. This situation, I did hold off, but his moves, okay, his moves is very fuckboy, Barry, and his vo- his moves are very I'm guilty. That's so his moves gonna be whatever he is already, whether he did it or he didn't, right? I'm like messy I, people no, I do love messy Tory. shit. I like his right? music. I like quarantine radio. I think he really, really screwed himself up. Now, mm. while saying that, I do believe he has small man complex. He was dealing with somebody that was kind of out of his league. And you know how men can be when that happens, whatever. Uh-huh. When she got the car and said she was rolling out, boom, he got in his feelings. I believe he took the gun out. I don't believe he purposely probably meant to harm her. That's why he's shooting at the foot, like being funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But why would so you, you even... So you thought he had a quick motive? 
moment. I think he had he had like a joint in Harlem's knife. Yeah. I, I do. But I think at this point, like you're a man, you don't do that. You don't pull out a gun. I also think we don't know everything as far as the substances that were used because this is Hollywood. So it definitely wasn't just alcohol. They possibly could have been on other drugs. You know what I'm saying? They like to toot their nose a lot in Hollywood. So they probably don't even really fully remember the night. Mm, Either one that. of them. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? No, what you mean. But I don't know, y'all. Y'all tell me what you think in the comments, but I think it's whack for a dude to even pull out a gun around a woman unless he's pulling it out to protect her. Okay. That's what I think. So we're talking about social, socially, and then we're talking about you know criminal case, too, which everybody tries to blur the lines. And I'm just like, it's a lot of different things and topics. And, um, yeah, we can talk about when it comes to that. And I think too many lines are blurred, and people have the whole idea of what went on. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm interested in seeing how this progresses. And, you know, I hope courtroom TV plays everything, you know? Okay, I'm going to put it out here like this. <clears throat> Y'all might get mad at me for saying this. Do you know what a lot, not all, because I, I have seen some black men say, no, nah, there's no, you know, this is crazy. A lot of black men, and I know why, because we try to protect because we get accused of stuff a lot. You sound like racist white people when someone gets murdered and they say, well, we got to see how it plays out in court. As if we don't have a brain and you can look and say, okay, a plus B equals C, and mm -hmm. this is unacceptable. Well, I'm just speaking on it because he's being torn down already to the umpteenth. And the difference between this and a lot of cases that we're talking about recently is we visually see the pictures for ourselves. Now, this is just hearsay from both parties. It's no, it's no audio. It's no video. But it's so not it's hearsay a total from both, both parties. It's legends like Bun B coming mm -hmm. out, speaking out. You don't think that they know the real story? You really think? That from being from Texas, that that Bun B doesn't know the real story. But that still, these, even that these icons who have come out okay. and said, "Tori, you a bitch for that," don't know the real story. Okay, that leads to credibility for me. But it's totally different from again. We're talking about you know all of these cases. A lot of them having video, right? Yeah. It's still secondhand, where someone who was in a whole nother state are telling you. First-hand knowledge. And, again, they're not getting both sides. Mm -hmm. It's not like Tory or whatever chopped it up with Bun B. I don't think he did. So you're hearing one side, you know? And so, yeah, it's not the same thing to me. I get what you're saying. It's just like, yeah, I believe the narrative makes sense that have been put out there. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm not one of those ones who's just like, yo, man, it totally could have happened. Man, she could have pulled the gun out on him. and he not. Nah, I'm not saying all of that either. I'm not stupid either. But... Somebody co-signing who wasn't even in that whole state, that don't mean that doesn't mean much to me either. It does when there's certain people. Now it wouldn't mean nothing if it was Takashi 69. Okay. But Bun B, I mean the man teaches college college courses. He's a stand-up dude. He's a stand-up. He's a stand-up dude. dude, but it still doesn't mean the person who told him the information told their version. I'm okay. not saying... I see what you're saying. Yo, so yeah. all, all he's doing is reflecting... And protecting he, who's from his state. Absolutely. Okay, I can see that. Now, what do you think about the fact that he dropped the album and then they charged him? I wonder if he slipped up and said something. Because, you know, they, they like to use... They shouldn't, but they like to use music against people in court. Yeah. So I, I can wonder. see that. Because it's really... weird how they took so long and then as soon as he dropped the album, then mm. it was almost like, oh, you playing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't think about it that way. I mean, um, yeah, true. Yeah. What's up, Richard, Toya, and Sean? Thank you for tuning in as well. 
Um, so we're gonna go to the next one, which is B. Um, Cardi filed for divorce from Offset. Did you see it coming? Of course. Who didn't? Did you? Yes. And I hate to say that. Like some people are authentic, 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 almost flawed. Mm-hmm. You know. And to me, the Migos who. I really think those are those guys. They walk, they talk, they act like that every day, all day. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this, right? So it's one thing, you up and coming, and you know, you like that energy. Mm-hmm. But now you established and you are a powerhouse yourself. Yes. Yo, I know it doesn't happen that way, but supposedly when you marry someone, you're playing for keeps. And I get it, he's fun. You know what I mean? He got his thing. He got his own money. He got swag. But is he husband material? Sometimes this is like, in my opinion, we mix two things together. We want everything. But it should be a particular type criteria. Like, yo, am I going to build a kingdom with this mate forever? Well, I thought he had changed when he made the album Father of Four. Because I was 17 years old and I had you. Like, that song, I like that. Um... I think it's a little different than your take on it. You can say, oh, they're authentic. That's who they are. Boom, boom, boom. I think that they were going to have issues. Now, hopefully they won't get a divorce. They can work it out. Um, Because I don't want to see that, you know, with anybody. have a small child. But I think when Cardi and and Offset got together, she was just bubbling. But everyone knew she would be bigger than him. I mean, I knew it. She would. So now she's huge. He's big, but he's not superstar. I'm, everybody knows who Cardi B is. Everyone mm-hmm. knows she has she has crossed that threshold. She has endorsement deals, whatever. Mm-hmm. They have a deals, but not the type of deals she has at this okay. point, right? She also could transition into acting. You can definitely see that, right? Okay. I think it's very difficult for a man to be with somebody who you helped come along. You were like, oh, you know, come over to QC and let's do this and and let them give you advice and all this other stuff, and then you get huge. And you want to still give advice to that person, but that person is now bigger than you, and she's already from the hood. She's used to being independent. I can just see how that would clash. He's also from the South. Mm-hmm. In the South, women and men's relationship dynamics are a little different okay. than up North. I think a lot of those things played factors in it. And then he keeps cheating. Right. I think that's the I only mean, thing constantly. that matters. I don't no. Think, I think other it, things matter because she said it's not because he cheated. She said because she's tired of arguing with him. Okay. So that told me it's more than that. She said he didn't cheat this time. She just she wanted to break out before he cheated again because they was arguing all the time. And there's rumors. We don't know if it's true, but he was very upset at her for recording WAP, which you knew who you got. I don't even know why. That, I hope that's not true. Like, you knew what was up with that. Doesn't it work both ways? You know who you got. Yes, but men have a nice little way of convincing women that they won't, they are different. They feel so different. And I would never do you like that. And then this first time, she, I would, oh, I'm so sorry. So then he gets on stage and he begs for her back. And now he's uh, on uh, the Instagram. Somebody made a comment, like, you look tired and sad. And he said, I'm missing Mrs. Wap. He's trying to do his whole campaign again. That's what they do. Cardi B is in a fuckboy relationship, but she just married him. I hate that word. You know I hate that oh, word. Oh, it's true, man. It's true. Why you hate that word? I just do, man. It's What's so up, many Kaylee? people get put under that category as fuckboy. Because like, so many fuckboys exist. This umbrella is just like <laughs> fucking infinite. You know what I mean? 
Well, then stop stop falling into those categories. Like we are. But I'm saying, like, it seems like the criteria for fuckboy keeps on growing. You know. No, we're pretty clear on what it is. Cause <laughs> the original way I thought about fuckboys, whatever, is just like just a bunch of hating ass people who got mad that they fucked that nigga. Mm. Okay. Hating ass people that got mad because oh the dude didn't do them right. Yes. That's no. part of the criteria. Is it not? Part of the criteria is dudes not doing them right, but part of the criteria of a fuckboy is not that you're hating on him. Most okay. of them live on their mom's couch. How are you hating on that? Come on, man. Because, okay, why, why are we calling them out their name or whatever, right? You know the biggest thing you can do mm-hmm. to affect this fuckboy, stop dealing with him. Now you got to shout him out to the rest of the world. Well, then you're or getting into to work, self-worth and self-esteem hey. issues and stuff, and that's a dip, deeper layer, and that's something that needs to be addressed as well. Right, right. But on the surface, he still is a fuckboy. Now, fuckboys are usually made because they got some issues with their mom, so it still does go back to sometimes a woman's source. Sometimes. Okay. Or they grew up seeing their dad be one, and that's who they modeled after. But it is a it is an epidemic out here. But it's like, a, we're not just throwing that name on to everybody. To me, it's weird or whatever. It is. Like, your low moment, you trying to turn it around and, like, blast him when you were culpable. This is something that you introduced into your life. And matter of fact, this is probably not somebody that you just allowed into your life or whatever. hit smash. He dashed or whatever. You allowed him to be in your life. So it's almost just like you're not taking enough onus on yourself. You're just saying, you're bad. You did this to me. You fucked us up or whatever. But I'm like, you embraced his energy. Probably for a while. But then you want to act like you're empowered by calling him a fuckboy and calling him out. I'm just not with that. That would be cool if... So one of the criteria of fuckboy is that they... Wear a mask in the beginning. Do they? Yes, a lot of them do. Offset wore a mask? He may have wore a mask with her. He's an artist. He could have easily been like, oh, that's just how I, that's my stage presence. That's who I am on stage. That's not, you know. Y'all say all kinds of stuff. Men say, men say all kinds of stuff. I'm not saying that every fuckboy lies, but most of them do. And, And their lies are elaborate. I don't know about that. I do. Ladies, let me know what you think in the comments, please. Any fuckboys or fuckgirls you, you've uh, Most dealt with. is the word that I don't agree with. Most. I didn't say that any, but most. Man, they, they run amokin out here. I'm trying to tell you. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, so, in the comments, you can let me know what you think about that. Um, Eric seems to think that there's not that many fuckboys uh, around. And See, now that's we're going to true. the extremes. What do you mean? We're going we're gonna to say it's a 50-50 uh, ratio. It's some, it's some women who are bait, like they are ready to be preyed on. And then it's some just literal fuckboys. It's so some why situations. Are they, it's why some are situations. those women ready to be preyed on? Let's talk about it. They embrace the bullshit. Why? Now, that's a whole thing. Like, that has to a, a lot to do with their character, a lot to do with their background. Their a father. Lot to do, their father. Or their lack of and what they think father. a man is. Sharita. Yes, elaborate. Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, listen. Their father is well, usually the of. source of that, of, of, a, of a woman not having that, not knowing how she should be treated by a man. Right. Usually. Right. And my theory is with guys, usually the F boys, sometimes it's the dad, but a lot of times it's the mom and them, and them secretly not really liking women because they don't like their mom. That's what I think. Okay. I can see your point. That's just... My theory. But y'all let us know what you think. So, 
Next, we're going to go to Girlfriends, one of my favorite shows of all time. Girlfriends was added to Netflix. That's C. Um, and that's really, really big for black culture and for everybody else who who may end up um, seeing the show for the first time. You know what I'm saying? It's just dope show. And I rewatched it recently. I had already watched it before, but I rewatched watched it, and it's different. Like, the older you get and you see what type of topics they were covering. Now, of course, it's a Mara Brock Akil show. And if you're familiar with her, she always puts it down for the culture. And she always makes them go into things that they weren't used to talking about. Um, but it also brought another memory back. Okay. I watched Girlfriends all the way through. And I watched Moesha all the way through. Moesha's another classic. Both of them, I forgot that they never gave them an ending. Closure. Yeah. I was so upset <laughs> the end of Moesha because I had, I really forgot about Mo- Moesha. Mm-hmm. Girlfriends was different because the game was a spinoff of Girlfriends, so we got a little bit of it. You didn't know it? that? Yes, it was. Heh. <laughs> I'm okay. a Girlfriends fan. Okay. So Melanie was Joan's niece or little cousin, baby cousin. Yeah. I stopped watching once, you know what I'm saying, the prettiest one was, was off the show. Who, Tony? Tony didn't leave to, the, to like one season before the end. That was two. Was it two? It was two. Oh, well, that, 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 that's why I kept that, on coming back. For Tony? Oh, you want the gold digger? She take my money. When I'm in need. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's, she's one of my favorites. Tony. Forever. Yeah, that's because you just watched that episode recently, and Tony still looked good. She nah, looked real good. But she was she was my favorite then too. I'm a, I'm big on lips, and so yeah, yeah. she's nice lips. Absolutely. Um, so Charlemagne um just did an interview with them, like a reuniting interview, and that was really good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of gave some insight on the show and what happened and why um, Tony ended up leaving and how that made them feel and then why it got canceled and we didn't get an ending. And they were basically saying it was during the writer's strike and when they came back, they just felt like they didn't have a big enough following and it wasn't it wasn't cost effective for CW to do that, but they didn't understand because they didn't have certain people at the head of it to... Um, rally for it, didn't understand what it meant to black people and black women in general, and now it's really dope that it's put on Netflix. I'm assuming they get some kind of residual checks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because the girl who played Maya, mm-hmm. she might need it. I saw her on a reality show a couple years back. Show? She was on a reality show with Countess Vaughn. Uh, it was Countess Vaughn. I'm already married. I don't even care anymore. Like Once you said her. Cause... Her, Countess Vaughn. And two other actresses, and they were. I talking. think I, I think I saw like a preview or something about that. She's, she's really bitter about how she's been treated in Hollywood, which rightfully so. But she seems really. But there was no spaces off. for, for women on TV like that. So I mean, I get it. And like they were saying on the interview, they were so lucky because they thought that this was all their first, you know, sure. joint. Yeah. They thought all sets were like this. It was so inclusive. They had so much diversity and. They went to other places. They was like, um. They were really that naive? That's what they said on the interview. Because she had so much diversity on set and how they were covering so many black stories. They thought they were going to do this show and then go out into Hollywood. And then they realized, oh my gosh, this was like an anomaly. I don't understand how they really believe that, though. I guess because they were naive and coming to Hollywood. And that's what their first experience was. And you you only know what you know. But it was only a handful of black shows anyway. So that already would tell me. Maybe I just... Think differently. Yeah, but also girlfriends was on around the bubble. You know, you know how they go in waves where they have they throw five like the CW million, was the black yeah, channel. They throw five yeah. million black shows. They get the ratings up. They get money for their thing, and then they cancel all of them. 
Okay. That's usually what happens. And they right. were kind of in the bubble of that. But they lasted a good amount of time. We, just, Absolutely. we need closure. I need yeah, closure. Need a mini series. I need Tony and Joan. Would you want a mini series or a movie? What, which one would work better for you? I'd like a TV mini series. They could do a movie too, but I think a movie might. Would you want them to be on, you know, a regular network? Would you want them to be like on HBO or Showtime so they can get a little bit like? No, I think because Netflix picked them up, everybody should go stream Girlfriends because the conversations are starting to happen, and then Netflix should produce a movie or or series. They could definitely do it. Okay. And then you know put it on there for that. That's that's what I think. Uh, Moesha is still dope as well. It covers a lot of topics. I was like, wow. I wasn't a Moesha fan. Man, listen, that show is still good. Still good. All the cute guys she used to date, and Q and Ohaji. I didn't say with I didn't his see F boy ass. I saw them. My sister loved it. So I you know you watch Moesha. We ain't gonna go through that. He did. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go to D. This topic is a little uh, frustrating. Mm. So Derek Chauvin was released on $1 million bond just a few days ago. The judge in his case has made a big change in the conditions of his release. He is actually able to leave the area because he feels unsafe. Okay. That is such a slap in the face. Like, it is crazy. That is Bananas. That's almost as bananas as telling somebody that you're not going to arrest cops who um, killed somebody sleeping in their bed, but you're going to arrest them and charge them, uh, well, charge them for shooting into drywall. It's almost as crazy as that. Mm -hmm. Not quite, but almost as crazy. I think it's a slap in the face to everyone who's in the criminal justice system. They would never do that. Absolutely. For most people. Absolutely. That's crazy. And one thing I just always want to identify is... We don't want rules bent for us as far as people of color. No, we just, just, want just the, the equal. Same equal, you know, chances and opportunities to prove our innocence. And so, um, a lot of times, it feels like or it seems like we're handled like we're guilty and we have to prove our innocence. When the burden of proof is always to, you know, for the prosecution to really like nail down without a, without any type of um, how can I say it leeway this person is guilty that's how usually the law should work mm -hmm. and works for others and we just want the same you know same type of scenario to happen with, in our cases so. exactly so everybody tell me in the comments what you think about that i just think it's all i did was just posted this is america because that's all i can say in situations like this it makes me very angry i think it's a slap in the face um to his family George Floyd's family, to everyone who stands for social justice. Um, and it's, what, two weeks after the Breonna Taylor ruling? Like, yeah. it's like they're not even trying to hide it anymore. It's just crazy to me. It's crazy. And next on E, um, the Lakers lost game five to Heat. That was a big topic. It was. Apparently. It is. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. I'm a Bulls fan, by the way, so... That is my dude all the way. And, um, yeah, you can call me a LeBron hater all you want to. You don't like LeBron? I like LeBron. He's just not Jordan. What? No, that's a constant thing. Because once you get to a certain place, he's not even – yes, he's still playing for accolades, championships, et cetera, et cetera. 
but it's about legacy. And so everything is always going to be him being compared to Jordan. So any move or misstep is always he's better than Jordan, he isn't better than Jordan, et cetera, et cetera. So that's always a part of this cycle of talk when it comes to LeBron James. He's always going to be compared to Jordan. So well, right he's now, a, LeBron James to me is a better human than Jordan. one of my favorite people of all time. I Watch know, yourself. Watch yourself. But he is. He's a better human than him. Say something. I don't have anything to say. I can't get with you on the stats for basketball, but uh, let's talk about the humanitarian efforts and the way he treats people and okay. what he's doing in his community to try to change. But please note, LeBron James is not LeBron James without a Jordan. No, I, I recognize that. Jordan pays, paved the way. A lot of times, sometimes, yeah. you know, like again, LeBron James took his platform and he took it to another step. But Jordan was the first black man that did it on such a high level and did it with class. Mm -hmm. He was everybody's template. It's he didn't do it with class, though, is what I'm saying. Most people say he's an asshole. <sighs> right? Okay. Is that the general consensus? Not, not general consensus. Yes, that's of part. Jordan? That's part of it. Now, again, sometimes being an asshole and being firm, it's, it's a thin line, you know? So I believe that he is a man who believes in himself, who believes in his worth, and he fights for himself. Sometimes you have to be an asshole in that space. And especially think about what he's doing. I he agree with He was a trailblazer or whatever. He, he fought can... for himself. Absolutely. A better human fights for himself and others. Okay. I don't believe that he only fought for himself. Okay. Because when you when you have a family, when you have a collective people that you love for, when you have a camp, that's not just yourself. Now, is he an activist the way LeBron James is? No. But I don't take Jordan to be selfish either. It's two different things. Is I he mean, to the level? Is he for the cause like LeBron? No, I can, I can, I can definitely say no. Mm -hmm. But I don't deem Jordan to be selfish. You don't? I don't. Even with some of the comments he's made over the years and stuff, or you just chalked that up to him making certain mistakes here and there as it goes goes along. And, hey Ray. And uh, when when you're in a unique space. Mm -hmm. And you're the first person in that space. A lot of people is like, oh, those people who are famous. I'm like, no, not like that. I mean, to the point where, you know, he was top three most recognizable person on the planet. Only people who's more recognizable other than him were God and Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. That's big. And so when you're in that place and you've done it on the court, and you've done it, you know, as far as your personality, he was in a unique space. And now there's other people who filled that space now i.e. your LeBron James. Mm -hmm. But before then, it was him and Cosby that people thought about you positively. Now, it was big people. You know, you had your Muhammad Ali's Michael or Michael Jackson before the scandals. But They loved him. They did. Yeah. But to the point where he was on, com Jordan's on commercials. He has a Michael Jackson was Michael Jackson. I, hear I don't know you. what you're talking about. I hear about. you, but Michael Jackson was aloof. Michael Jackson didn't give us as much as Jordan would. Michael Jackson had videos premiering on Channel 5. You're not Fox. getting I what I'm talking it. about. You're not, talking, you're not hearing me or whatever. He was building stuff for everybody. How many, how many interviews do you remember him with or whatever? How many? That's like, because he was Michael Jackson. Exactly. <laughs> That's but, because he's Michael Jackson. But it's a whole brand new space. That's what I'm saying. Jordan was that first person in that space. Michael Jackson was, yeah, that's just another space. Okay, so you're saying he was on a whole different level, so we can't, so for, okay, almost like Jordan did to basketball what Eddie Murphy did to comedy. 
I didn't not even seen this basketball. Jordan was this icon. There's people who never played basketball before who knew Michael Jordan was. That's true. So because it's branding, right, it's right. Good. And so Michael Jackson was basically he was put out there like an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Jordan was more like a, for lack of a better word, person. Because we saw him interview, we saw him talk, we saw his dad, and then we saw the whole, his whole case or whatever. We saw him interact and have rivalries with you know Bad Boy Pistons. So we looked at him more as a figure, complete, a pop culture a, a, icon. A pop, pop culture, culture icon. icon. There you go. Eric. Michael Jackson was just a icon. star, just everybody. icon. Yeah. But he, I mean, we didn't really yeah, people passing out in China, right? <laughs> so right, Kim the topic is, a black is uh, man. the Heat. Uh, uh, Lakers losing to the Heat, but we now we gotten on Jordan because he's a huge Jordan fan. Well, absolutely. And we were talking about who's the better human, Jordan or LeBron, and he got in his feelings because I said that LeBron was a better human, and now we're. This is where LeBron we're knew how to navigate certain things because he saw Jordan go there, you know? That, I'll and give so, him that. Yeah, it's kind of like hip-hop. Like, the younger cats can absolutely, navigate Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. All right, you got that Put one. respect on his I, name. I feel, like, I feel like over a longer career, too, LeBron has had less opportunity for dirty laundry to come out. No, I think I don't, more social now, media, social though. media is social here. Media. Jordan had to deal with That's social media. No, no, you no, can no. Talk. it's fair. I like it. It's like Parks on Joe Budden. The Absolutely. engineer always talks. Well, I'm, not, I'm not a basketball guy, but I know, I know Jordan because he was involved in so, so much. much. Yeah. All right, I'll give you the Jordan thing. I still like LeBron better. Okay. And it's More fair. Than a Game is one of my favorite documentaries of all time. To see what LeBron came from and his friends and to see how they are, it's just so inspiring. Only thing, man, it's a couple of things that LeBron let me down on. I'm like, dude, you doing the space jabs? Come on now. You don't want to be Who compared to Jordan, but you want to do, do you should do your own movie. Let's do whole... They said it's not going to be exactly like the original. It's still Space Jam. What are you supposed to do, Shazam? <laughs> make up a whole new, he's LeBron. Just, just no, I feel you, because I get, just like the juice conversation we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I feel you. All right, so we're going to play a game. We're going to play two games, actually. The first one is called One Gotta Go. I'm so excited. You guys have seen this on um, the internet, so we're going to play this game, and Get all up into it. Okay. So, one. So, as you can see, can you move that to the middle yeah. by chance? As you can see, we have A Different World, we have Fresh Prince, Living Single, and Martin. Oh, man. Yeah. This so, is out a... of all four of these, Ooh. which one has to go? And when you, when, okay, whatever it is, when I say has to go, everything about it has to go, meaning all of its episodes, if it's a, if it's a rapper, all of his music. You know, that type of thing. Okay? So let's get into it. <laughs> you want me to answer first or you answer? This one's easy for me. Okay. I'm going to even break it down even more. Which? Yeah, you can. You can you I'm going to break it down on which one I think is the most important and significant. So I think Different World is the most significant Amen. out of all four. Indeed, because yes. Because it showed us actually going to school and It made me want to go to college. education, I right? didn't go, but it really, if, if my life was different at the time, I would have went because of a different world. Absolutely. Whatever. Hands down. And then it showed it was different types of young black people. Yes, it wasn't the stereotypes. It, it was like so many different types. Like Chris Summers' character to me was very important mm-hmm. to show that there are black nerd girls who yeah. are earthy. And the last like, part is showed the culture HBCUs. Yes. Because they were they could actually go to their professors. Some of the professors lived on campus mm-hmm. and and they actually had different regiments. Like you had one was in the military, you had one was uh what was Sinbad? Was Sinbad was like he was like a um no, he was like over t- charge of the dorms in the okay. earlier seasons. And 
And so HBCUs are more yep, right, we like agree. a family. And so I've been to both. I've been to HBCU and I've been to predominantly, predominantly um, like um, university, mm-hmm. and it is totally different. So um, a lot of people, that was their first introduction to HBCU. And the thing about it that people don't know about HBCUs, if you don't live on the East Coast or the South, a lot of people, especially even black people, don't know that an HBCU, HBCU exists. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time on the West Coast, like summers, and I'll talk about HBCUs, and people will look at it like that's real, like that's the one uh, on um, a li- um, excuse me, a different world. Mm-hmm. Actually, like they actually have schools like that. I was like, yes, and it was like this foreign, I, you know. So it was topic. iconic. So we we established that. Which one would you get okay. rid of? Because we got let me, twenty let me minutes. Get. So different world is going to be first. No, which one got to go? Living single. So that's what Ray said in the comments. Living single. I would say Fresh Prince. No, uh, but well, the only the only reason I, I'm having a hard time with Fresh Prince is because of the episode with Will and his biological father. I, think I thought he loves me. Why do he want me? Why do he want me? Hold on, that's my I, fa- I, I, I'm, I'm, my mom's a Marine, so oh, okay. big up to Marines. Okay, yes, I I just feel like that's such an important television moment. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Living Single just based on that moment. Yes. Eric even knew it. He's back there keep quoting it. Everybody has tears. But when the they Fresh see Prince, that. Yeah. You off of this, that's the biggest show out of all of them. So off. Yeah, off but I'm not. That. I'm not vote. I'm saying which one got to go. I'll do Living Single. Got to go. Living Single was very important to me, but it has to go. Martin, I'm not getting rid of Martin. Yeah. Even late nights, if I want to watch something just to fall asleep to, and it's funny, I'm watching Martin. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Living Different world was important. Fresh Prince. That's that episode was when I looked at Will Smith and I said, Oh, he about to be a problem. He's about to be a movie star. No, I knew that, it. Though. No, because in the first, if you watch the first season, he was mouthing words. He mouthed everybody's lines. He was learning how to act. You were that kid. Yes, I was. He, look, look at look at the first season of um, Fresh Prince. If you w- watch him very closely, he's going. He's he's saying everyone's lines. Mm. He was learning, but when I when I saw that, I said, "Oh, he's about to be." No, I didn't know he was going to be the biggest actor, one of the biggest actors of all time. Oh, yeah. But he did his thing. All right, number two. Let's see. Oh, Eric, which one would you have gotten rid of? Oh, I was, I was, I was with, I was with you on the uh, living single. Living single, okay, yeah. So everybody yeah. agree with living single. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, well, I just felt like the presentation of the women in that show was not a, like there was only one that mm-hmm. was like, like yeah, her. Um, which one? Which Ma- one are you speaking on? Ma- Ma- Max, is it Maxine? Max- Maxine? Maxine was funny. Like she, she was, was funny. she was directed. Like she yes. she had a goal. I don't like the like. No, but Queen Latifah's character. Remember, she ended up. Um, oh yeah, later, in later seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah later yeah. seasons. Yeah. It but just, Maxine was my favorite character because she just gave the shit and she was a lawyer. Yeah, yeah like yeah. just always on top. Yeah, that's true. All right, number two. All right. Ooh, this is a hard one. All right, I'm gonna move. Oh. Yeah. All right, so we got comedians. Oh, let me hold on. I make it a little bit smaller to make it. Well, this ain't hard. Yeah, I'm looking. We got Bernie go. Mac, Martin Lawrence, Kevin Hart. Eddie Murphy. Bye, Kevin. Very easy for me. <laughs> I'm going to say bye, Martin. What? Yes. What? Yes. You know you're getting rid of You So Crazy stand-up? You know you're getting rid of Martin, the TV show? You're getting rid of Thin Line Between Love and Hate. You're getting rid of I'm gonna give Bad my reason. Boys. I'm going to get my reason. You can't what? do Eddie because he's the most yeah. significant black comedian, I think, ever. Mm-hmm. 
You can't get rid of Bernie because he's the actual funniest out of yeah. four. Okay. You can't get rid of Kevin Hart because he's the future. No, you and, can get rid of Kevin Hart because he's oversaturated and he's not that funny. But he's still gonna keep on going. You know what I mean? He's Drake of um of comedy. No, because Drake, Drake isn't the best rapper ever, but he has solidified. Mm-hmm. He has done enough. And he's still going. There is no way that you should be sitting here keeping Kevin Hart and getting rid of Martin. I, that's I'm just saying, by can the I, time I, he he ends his career, you're gonna be like, oh my god, how much did did this guy do? He has social media. He has he is the. He I has think that's media. the argument, though. I think that that is the argument is that yeah. Kevin Hart has more career left and more reach. More potential he, reach. But people who... I love comedy. But, I'm a little comedy groupie. I stay okay. at comedy clubs. People who love comedy do not hold Kevin Hart in the same way. We, we recognize that. We do. But this but, early on, he, on. Has, he has accomplished so much early. Yeah. Like, he's, yo, had, he's had the opportunity to. Absolutely. You're right. The Migos Netflix. has accomplished way more than Public Enemy. But no. you know what? But you Netflix know, has been helpful. You, you know Netflix what would help me with Martin? A lot of comedians, you know what would help me with Martin or whatever? What has he done in the last 15 years? He's just done a handful that's, of things. That's because he went home and took care of his family. He got daughters. Okay, that's the situation. I get it. But when you talk about somebody's career... Yes, that's why he hasn't done it. But you can't you you can't say oh oh because he's done two things the last fifteen years. Don't hold that against him compared to someone who's packed their resume in the last fifteen years. What classic oh, movie? Oh. What classic movie does Kevin Hart have? What classic TV show does Kevin Hart have? Captain Underpants. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let's take let's take Kevin Hart's funniest stand up. Okay. I would say it's probably, um, you know, you're going to learn today. What's that one? Um, I know the name. You know what I'm talking about. I want yeah. to see it live. Yeah. Um, anyways, y'all know. Not Grown Little Man, but the one that, that was really, really big. Right, and right. I want to go yeah, see it so live. Yeah, you so crazy. It's, it's, yeah, it's this shit. I Compare know. that to water drip glistening all over your, all body. Over your body. Like, come on, man. Come on. What mama, do y'all think, though? Lock my ass. Yeah, I'm going to say lock my ass. I mean, but we're talking about whole career. Again, you're talking about in a moment. Okay, yeah, I give it to you. His stand-up Mar- is better. But Martin is on, still man. working, though. He is. He just did Bad Boys too. Yeah, and the Beach Bum. Yes, he was, he was Captain Watch and wha- he, Captain Wack and Beach Bum. He comes out the house like every couple years. You know what I mean? Because he's established himself. Eddie Murphy comes out the house every couple years. But while he was in his prime, he kept on coming with it. Kept on coming with it. Like Martin just left stuff on the table in his prime, Martin, and we get why. Yeah, we have we get reasons why. why. Right. But I don't know. I'm, 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 my feelings are hurt. You, but you Martin. Like out. I said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. Change it so quick. I'm never ready. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to stay within the time. My bad. All right, next we got soul food, seafood, barbecue, and dessert. You go first. I got to think about it. <sighs> This is easy. I would probably get rid of barbecue because every once in a while I'm going to want a dessert. I'm definitely not giving up seafood, and you can tell I like soul food. So, Okay. I got to ask this one question before I answer it. Mm-hmm. So that says dessert. That doesn't mean snacks. Dessert is like pies, cakes. What do you consider a snack? Chips, cookies. No, you can still have snacks. Dessert got to go. Dessert mm. got to go. Hmm. Got to go. What do you think, Eric? I'm going to be the weird one and go with seafood. See, you don't like seafood? Uh, the thing is, there's only, like, I like fish. 
You don't oh, like, you're not from the DMV. You don't like I, shellfish. I don't like shellfish. You're not from the DMV. I don't like shellfish. No, either. from Jersey originally. I like okay. shellfish. I like I like crab, but only if it's like like I'm not trying to work for my for my meal. Like, yeah, like I'm not trying pass. to. You're not from here, yeah. So I so I could I could do without you're, seafood because all of, all you of, like yeah. your hands be dirty. <laughs> you like your hands be dirty. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit <laughs> that. He was like, I don't want to suck nothing. I don't want to lick my fingers. That's oh my god. So all drums, no, no, no flaps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <I see. laughs> all right, we're on. I think number four. All right, number four. All right, one's got to go in all of their music. So we have Janet Jackson, <gasps> Beyonce. You couldn't get a better Mary picture of Beyonce. What do you say? <laughs> you couldn't get a better picture of Beyonce. Oh, <laughs> but that's an iconic picture. It's an iconic picture. Yeah, yeah. people know who she looked good on. Yeah, formation. Let's go. So, Janet Jackson, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, and Rihanna. Man, that's tough. You go first on this one, too. This is very hard for me. This is extremely hard. Before Rihanna dropped Anti, I would have said it was going to be her. But I love that album. So, I can't get rid of that. So, we're talking about, like, the endorsements and everything? Or are we just talking about music? Everything goes away. And I wear Rihanna's makeup, so I can't get rid of it. <laughs> I like Fizzy Beauty. All right, so you're getting rid of that. Oh, and Mary got them songs that hit you right in your soul when you're going through it. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is an icon. Janet Jackson is an icon. If we get rid of Janet Jackson, we won't have Penny from Good Times. No. Oh God. <laughs> um. I have a I have an answer a, good, a backed up answer because what? I had this convers a similar conversation to this the other day. Did you? Yeah, but for with a different set of people. Different set of people. Different set of uh, famous people. Um, cool. I'm gonna keep Beyonce. I I gotta get rid of Janet Jackson. I feel bad, but mm. nah. I like Janet Jackson's music, but I don't play it on a regular basis anymore. I gotta get rid of Mary. Oh, you gotta get rid of wow. Mary. Yeah. You can't get rid of my life album. I'm like- she she she's killing my she's killing my buzz when it comes to ghosts. So. Oh okay. You're you're gonna get rid of Mary just to get her off of power. Nah, book two. Like she killing it, man. Y'all hate her acting that bad. I do, Monet. Nah, bro. I hate that her name is Monet. I hate it. <laughs> I was like, why well, had to pick Monet? Right. So close to my name. All right, what was you gonna say, Eric? So all right, so Beyonce. Okay. And, and here's why. Put Beyonce in a group with different with different. People mm-hmm. put Beyonce in a group with Whitney mm-hmm. and Christina mm-hmm. and Mariah. Mm-hmm. But why would that then, group ever then, exist? Then Chris, Christina would go for me. Really? That, yes. I because think Christina I think never that did, I... Christina never did Coachella like Beyonce did Coachella. If you watch the Beyonce man, okay. Coachella performance, so performances all yeah. the way through, not on Netflix, but I watched it all the way through and saw her do those outfit changes and sing without missing a beat. Yeah. She I, okay. She so just so if you're gonna if you're gonna pull full on performances into it, it would excuse things different. But if I'm basing my my preferences just just the on catalog? just on the catalog mm-hmm. okay. and based just on the catalog, like Beyonce is just not the one that hits me the most. I definitely haven't played a Christina Aguilera song in a long time. She can sing. You her know, ass you sang sung single ladies in a mirror before. For, for, but, but, but 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 okay, and <laughs> I and. And, and if I were a boy, love that song. Yeah. Um, Lemonade, phenomenal album. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like just the the way the music hits me, it doesn't. Yeah, resonate. Not with the you. same as like Janet. Yeah, or not Mary part of the or, nah, I mean, I like it. It's just not like I, if I had to get rid of one, I, got it. I couldn't her. get rid of the others first. Okay. Yeah, I definitely would get rid of Christine. I like Chris. I do. I really like. But Christine, Beyonce, but Christine uh, Beyonce doesn't have any. She doesn't even have any like full albums that I really rock with either. And I, I was a huge fan of hers. Don't get me wrong, I like her music. Yeah. But uh, she ain't she ain't rocking with B. 
All right, number five. All right. Let's get into some gangster movies. All right, so well, we got. One isn't a movie. What? One well, gangster show shit, movies. Yeah. So we got Goodfellas. We got Casino, one of my favorite movies. Well, all these are my favorites. Um, we got The Godfather, and we got The Sopranos. You want me to go first, or are you going to go first? You first go of all, first. if you haven't seen all these, watch all these. Yes, if you haven't seen these, please watch them. <laughs> and I can, give you, I can give you a list of a couple more. Um, all right. Really, what I would get rid of is The Godfather 1. Because like even that. though I love it, so it's just okay. So it's just it's that just one, movie. one because Godfather Two to me it's is the best story. one. Okay. So if they could still make Godfather Two, then I'm getting rid of Godfather One. Even though I like Godfather One, but Godfather Two is my shit. So Marlon that's what Brando. Marlon Brando's dope. I mean, of course, of course, but I'm not getting rid of Goodfellas. Give me the papers. Give me the papers. I'm not getting rid of Casino. I'm getting rid of Casino. Shit, you better watch that movie again. What are you talking about? I mean, about? I've seen when it. When Joe Pesci stabbed the hell out of that dude in the bar? Come on, man. That's the Godfather, whatever. This Brando. Like, everybody looks at Pacino like, oh, he was the boss. No, Brando was the boss. He was a real boss or whatever. You know what I mean? So, I to mean, me, when I, think about, when I think about, you know, that culture, I think of Brando is the man. Yeah. He's the Don. That's who I think about, you know? When it comes to that, you know, that mafia culture, as far as visually, that he pops up in my mind. That's so true. That's why I couldn't get rid of, you know, I'm just going to say Brando. I'm not even going to say the Godfather. I can't get rid of Brando. Yeah. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Which one would you pick, Eric? Sopranos. Sopranos? Yeah, only because... The last uh, season? It's my second, it's my I second didn't favorite like show ending? of all time. I didn't like the way they ended Oh, I hated oh, the ending. Man. Yeah. And And it also showed a side, like, was it Tony's the main character, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like the way that they portrayed his weaknesses and how he handled them. But I think that was the point. I know, and that's yeah. what I didn't like but you about didn't it. Like it. Yeah, that's yeah. it's the way they portrayed his weaknesses and how he dealt with them. But he fought. He fought everything. I know, but I feel like there should have been but I, more. I see what he's saying. He did not. He did not take care of his weaknesses very well. Yeah, yeah. I and feel as like, a boss, you would yeah. expect better. At I that feel like point. he would have been more discreet. He would anybody that came along the fact that that like he would have been way more like. Mm-hmm. You're you're done. You know that I got a therapist. You're done. Yeah. Like I don't he, know. He didn't. It didn't. It didn't fit into the vein. You know. Right now they're um recording uh, a prequel. Saints of Newark. Yeah, it's a prequel to The Sopranos. There's. Oh, that's um, yes. It. God, what is HBO's it? A show. It. It's called the Saints. The Saints of Newark. Yeah, you they're doing it right day. now. Can we? You yeah. know. You know. There should so be. So it's like, gonna be who? Him, Silvio, and um. I think it's gonna and, be and more. Pauly? I think it's gonna be more based on Uncle Junior and his father and stuff like that. Uncle Junior's hilarious. <laughs> he is. But um, I, I agree with what Eric is saying. I do understand that. All right, next one. I think we were on five. We're on six. We're running out of time, and there's so many good ones. Oh, this is easy. This is the easiest one. Canada. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm going, I'm going Canada, all domestic. Tonight. Team domestic over here. Right? Okay. All USA. U-S-A. U-S-A. I'm about to make a lot of people upset. I'm about to make a lot of people upset. I'm getting, listen, I love this man. I'm about to stone cold studying you right now. I love this man. I know you love Tupac, so we know he stays in. You know Tupac ain't going yeah. nowhere. Best rappers of all time, Tupac, Tupac, Tupac. Yeah. Um, I love this man. His first album, I used to fall asleep to it in ninth grade. 
but I have to get rid of Nas, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because Nas is a dope lyricist. I love him as a human. That's all that good stuff. Rapper, but no, I know it's your favorite rapper. That's why I say you're gonna get mad. But he hasn't had the consistency that I would want from him at this point in how uh, dope of a person he is, as far as beat picking, as far as all kinds of different things. Drake, although he's not a better lyricist than Nas at all, I cannot deny that for the rest of my life, I'm going to be, if somebody's going to play a song, I'm going to jump up out my seat. Like, there are so many Drake songs that are in, in, in the fabric of my life now. There's Nas songs. Like, life's a bitch. You know, I can rap that whole joint. Like, for real. It's, there's Nas songs, but not as many as Drake now. I had to really think about this one. So I know you're getting rid of Drake. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> what y'all think in the comments? Who would you get rid of on this one? I'm just have to say, right, go back and listen to Nas again. I mean, yo, Nas. No, I'm familiar with Nas. Nas is work. like chili. He's better when he's been sitting a while. Put him in the refrigerator. I'm Reheat not, him or whatever. You're not and then you're just going to be like, man, it was better than yesterday. I am That's not. That's what Nas is like. I am not saying Nas isn't dope. He is. Nas is like half man, half amazing. amazing. <laughs> no doubt. Do that. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, number seven. Who? Oh, that's what I'm telling you. All right, so these are the. the all the producers. This is Pharrell. Look at Timbaland looking all, all slim. That's from the uh, Shock Value album. Yeah. Pharrell, Dr. Dre, Timbaland, and Yay. It's hard. It's hard. I'm from Tidewater, so I can't get rid of Pharrell or Timbo. <sighs> oh, you lunching. You cannot get rid of Dre or, or Kanye. You cannot. I can do whatever I, I <sighs> as please, a, As a hip-hop head, I you cannot get rid of Dre or Kanye. I can do whatever Kanye. I please. Should I remind you of who they produce for? I, you have to get rid of Yo, Timbaland. But, but Dre or whatever, he gets a lot of collaborations. Listen, listen to my theory. Get rid of Timbaland because you still have Missy. Missy was one half of the whole collaborative effort in producing, so you still probably get dope music from that crew. Are you trying to finesse me right I'm now? I'm saying you still, get, you still get good Aaliyah songs. <laughs> you still get probably good Justin Timberlake songs because he would go to Missy instead. All right, I'm I'm, I'm going to cave in. I'm just like, yo, I know anybody who's seen this from around the way, y'all going to be like, y'all going to punch me in the face on site. I'm sorry. So, all right, I'm going to get rid of Timberland, okay? It's the only way. It's the only way that makes sense. All right, number eight. <laughs> it's all good. All right, we got best, uh, well, the actors in One Gotta Go. This one is difficult. Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> I got somebody looking at me crazy. We got Leonardo DiCaprio, we got Will Smith, we got Denzel Washington, and we have Jamie Foxx. Wild Wild West gotta go. So, yes, <laughs> Mr. Wild Wild West gotta go. Mm-mm. Mr. Wild Wild West gotta go. Jamie Foxx has to go. I love Jamie Foxx. I think he's an amazing actor. Uh, uh, again, but I'm looking outside forward. Outside of Ray, I don't really watch a whole bunch I'm of looking Jamie Foxx stuff over forward. And over. I'm looking forward. Now, if he had already made the Mike Tyson movie, which he's working on, which I know he's going to kill, okay. I might think differently. Remember the year he had, because he did the joint where he played Tukey. Oh, that he did was the, good. And he did the joint with um oh. with um short man stood on the couch with Oprah. With Tom, oh, Collateral. That year, that movie was good. I that, about year, that, movie. <laughs> that year, that year, that might have been the best year for a black actor ever. Mm. 
If you take one year and the material they put out in one year, that might so that to me showed me his range. And I'm just like, yo, he has so much moving forward. So you would be willing to get rid of Will Smith though? I'm getting rid rid of Will Smith. I'm definitely not letting Leonardo DiCaprio go at all. Point blank period. Gangs of New York alone. No. Okay. Not doing it. And then Denzel's Denzel. We're not getting rid of Denzel. Um, yeah. I need a list of Will's movies. I should have got a list. Like I, I got, I feel like I'm missing. Wild Wild West just. Uh... That, he turned that down. He turned the Matrix down for that. That was a mistake. But I mean, since then, you know, yeah. he's alright. Ali Boomba. I wasn't feeling that. Ali Boomba. Yeah, he played really, really good. Muhammad Ali. I just think the script. It was all right. Could have been a better script. It was all right. I think the Muhammad Ali movie could have been a better script. All right. Let's switch to. I'm going to go over in time a little bit, Eric. I'm sorry, but I got you. Um, what was that, number seven? Let's go to number eight. <laughs> this is easy for me. Uh, what, is <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> All right, so we have The Last Dragon. We have The Wiz. We have Five Heartbeats, and we have Purple Rain. This is easy for me. All right, what's your I, answer? I'm going to tell you how many times I've watched The Wiz. I've mm-hmm. never watched The Wiz all the way through. <laughs> now, I've seen the whole movie, mm-hmm. if you put all the parts in. But yeah. I never can watch it more than 20 minutes. I'm sorry. And to me, I think we get to the place where we like punk people to like something. And I feel like a lot of people... <laughs> <laughs> I just feel that way. I don't think that people naturally watch The Wiz and be like, yo, I love this movie. I have to say, and look, I might get my black card revoked. My sister is going to be mad when she sees this. I agree. The Wiz is not as as dope as we think. We just liked it because it had Diana Ross and it had Michael Jackson and he's it was a black version of the Wizard of Oz and it had like little catchy about. songs. Right. But most of the middle sucks. Last Dragon, we're not taking that away. Not Five Heartbeats, classic. Yes. Purple Rain, not the best script, uh, no, but it has Purple Rain music in it. You, you cannot get rid of Prince movie. Let's go crazy. Yeah. yeah, but the script isn't that great. The script isn't that great in that movie. But it's a dope, I mean, the soundtrack is so good. I want to be washed in the, the water. Lake, Lake Minnetonka. Minnetonka. Yeah, it has one-liners and everything. Now, what does the Wiz have? Don't bring me no bad news. I mean, what? Mm-hmm. Ease on down the road. Like, now, right. now, the best song is Michael Jackson singing I Can't Win. That's the best song. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Hey, Makora. All right. We're going to switch over to Wife Friend because we could go all night with these. I'll save the rest. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let's do this one before we're done. So... This is Public Enemy, Wu-Tang, Tribe Called Quest, or N.W.A. One got to go. Public, Public Enemy. Enemy. Okay, so I chose Public Enemy too, and I'm going to tell you why. Public Enemy, while very influential, their music was very important for a certain time, all it did not show you this to show translate you who I'm with all day tribe. long. All day long. <laughs> tribe was great because Tribe, the same as we talked about before, showed a different style of hip hop and that it was okay to be kind of kind of like a grassroots hip hop scene. Right. NWA you can't get rid of because then you get rid of Dr. Dre, you get rid of West Coast music for for the most part and that influence. You get rid of Wu Tang. We don't have a whole bunch of people and I'm definitely not gonna get rid of Method Man or Ghost. Mm-hmm. And I think Public Enemy is the only choice in flavor, flav. I mean Top ten group of all time, but they just but he, they got to go. These are the other three are top five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I 
Top five. Top five. As long as Outcast is in there, I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Two more spots. Okay. All right, we're gonna switch over to another game. Outcast and De La Soul. De La Soul is not in top five groups. What? You're lunching. You're lunching. No, you're really lunching. Oh, Bone man. Thugs and Harmony goes before De La Soul. You what? I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm not joking at all. Anywho, so we're gonna do a game called Wife or Friend. So you've seen like the games. It's like uh, marry, kill, fuck, or they'll have. Wife, baby mama, side chick, ex, or whatever. So I thought we'd do something different. We're just doing two? We're going to do, it's going to be two choices each time. Okay. So you got to pick who you would use, who you think would make the best wife, and who you think would make the better friend. I think So Nick this is Nicki Minaj. Okay. We have to remember I have to stream this on the radio. I mean, on the platform. This is Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma. I think Nicki will be a better friend because it's always good to have a hot um, woman friend. When you are a single man. Mm -hmm. And so she's going to come there with, you know, the smile, the ass. You know, she's going to have her connections. I'm going to get all the pussy. Because mm, that's okay. my friend. Remy Ma. Y'all use women for, for that? I thought it was babies y'all use. Y'all use women too? Oh, that is the best. If you don't know that, the joint, you're not really a player. Oh, okay. A fine woman friend mm -hmm. is the best wingman. Oh, because it makes other women want oh, you because you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So Remy Ma, yeah, that's gonna be you know the wife. Remy Ma is dope though, and Absolutely. she she's beautiful too. Um, but yeah, I can see that. I think Remy Ma would just hold down a household better than Nikki, and Nikki does not hold down her friendships very well. So she's the one you could just get rid of. <laughs> that's how I look at it. All right, number two for uh, that one: Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. <laughs> Who's your wife? Who's your friend? I'm gonna go first. Oh man! Oh my God! I'm gonna go first. <laughs> Hands down, Cardi is my friend because Cardi gonna ride for you. You call, you be like, "Yeah, this girl, she pop, hand up the phone, she's there, like quick. <laughs> she gonna ride for you no matter what. She gonna okay. hold it down. She gonna she always giving advice. Okay. She can actually have a conversation even though her speech makes people think she's ignorant. She's very smart. Okay. Boom. Meg. Even though she is still in kind of that same ratchet music vein, she's a little less hot-headed, in my opinion, so she would make a better spouse. To me, I think she's an undercover hothead. Who, Meg? Yes. Hmm. Yes. I think, she's a, I think she's the type to have an issue with you in the public. Y'all get in the car, she's punching your face on sight. That's because you think that she did something to Tori. This is what we go through. No, that's not you it. You think that she that's did something to Tori. It. That's not it. I don't give a fuck about Tori for real. So that's not it. But um, I'm going to go the other way around. I'm going to go with Meg as the friend. Because to me, she feels like, you know, the one who's going to be like, it's Friday. What the fuck are we doing tonight? Mm -hmm. More than Cardi. Cardi seems like that. But I think Cardi's a more like, you know what? I'm trying to take you home and I'm trying to, you know, do us. Type or whatever. Well, and Cardi is half um, Trini, half Puerto Rican, and they they typically are very homebody-ish type. Of, you know what I'm saying, people. So maybe maybe right, got something right, here. Right, right, right. All right, let's go to number. Yep, there you go. Beyonce or Rihanna? Who's the wife? Who's the friend? You go first on this one. Rihanna's definitely the friend. Definitely. Uh, I I would love to be friends with Rihanna. Like even now, like she just seems like such a dope. Person, she got style. She likes to chill. She's just easy breezy. Beyonce 
has an empire, so I'd rather her be. I mean, Rihanna does too, yeah. but not a Beyonce empire yet. Yeah. She's richer than Beyonce on paper, but Beyonce's iconism just in music alone is Say iconism different. again. I, like I, it. I made it up. Yeah. I, now I, I like how it coming iconism. out your mouth. Say, ooh. Anyways, okay. whoa. Um. So, so spicy. I would, I would definitely go with Rihanna as a friend. Beyonce is the person I would suggest marrying. I'd marry Beyonce, and we'd have a collaborative release every year and make a whole bunch of money. She okay. seems more calm. Okay, I'm going to go the other way around. Beyonce has the connects or whatever, so Beyonce's the type of friend is like, yo, I found out about this stock. Yo, I'm getting in on this building. Come on. I'm going to front you the money, and then we can you give it back to me or whatever. <coughs> okay. So I'm going to do big things with that friend. You know what I mean? And I like those type of friends, you know. Riri is a party. pretty big businesswoman herself. Well, absolutely, so, yeah. or whatever, you know. But Riri, I look at her as a type. She has not been. She's. I'm not gonna say she's jumping man to man, but she hasn't been in long term relationships, right? Like yeah. significantly long. So she's a savage. I want to. I want to be that one. You'd be like, oh yeah. You want to marry the savage? She, she told you. Fuck your white horse in the carriage. But if you're watching, <laughs> shout out to you know what I'm saying Ghost, you know Power Book Two. So, Monet, which I don't like her part, but mm-hmm. one of the realest things she said, she was talking to her daughter, and she said that uh, basically a man likes the image that I see in your eyes. So, her being a savage, and then she calms down and takes my last name, I'm just mm-hmm. like, yo, the type of look that I'm going to get from that, and the type of, you know, ego boost that comes from that, yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. Okay, so I see, your, I see where you're going with that. And the next one. All right, this is the last one. This is Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Who would be the friend? Who would you marry? Friends with benefits or just a friend? Just a friend. My guy? It's all types of friends, you know? Um, (laughs) You try to smash both. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with Erica as the friend, you know what I mean? It's just like she's very eclectic and I can be my you know, eclectic stuff around her, and we're just going to go, and we're going to just enjoy life and look at it from a different lens, you So know? you're scared of the Badu box? Is that what's going on? People go crazy. I'm not trying to be wearing pla- platforms yeah, and plaid. That's what it is. Most you know men what I'm are saying? scared. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not trying to wear shoulder pads or no shirt. I'm, I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but I have just a poem about it. Jilly She's from special. Philly or whatever, she just look like, nah, she look like she got some walk. Ooh, I would love to go home to that every night. She's, she seems like a nice little pillow to lay on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Jill seems very inviting, but so is Erica Badu. And she doesn't just seem it. I've met her. And she is the most, her energy is so inviting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, for real. Like, something different. Something different? Something different. Extraterrestrial, like. I'm that. trying to tell you, you want to marry Erica. You want to marry I don't want to be an extraterrestrial just yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you want your bars to be like Andre 3000? Okay. True. Okay. But it's just like, what do you do? You become an extra, extra, extra weirdo when you got extra material, or no? She's just she's dope. And then when you when she stops dealing with you or whatever, you wig out for a while. No, you don't. All of all her baby daddies get along. They all do stuff together. Mm-hmm. That she has it. She has the stable in order. So she's the reverse. So she's the reverse Eddie Murphy. No, she is Demi Moore. <laughs> Because remember how Bruce Willis and Asta Kutcher was like, cool? No, no, no. But Eddie has girlfriends, wife, 
jump. Nicole Murphy all, does all not get them. along with Eddie Murphy that well at all. Oh no. Erica Badu have never had any of those men say anything about her. Okay, I'm gonna take and that back. And they get along. I'm gonna take it back. Okay. She's different. Okay. I she, promise you. That's why I have a poem that's called something like Badu. She is different. Ain't never married none of them. She did, they say, well, what, what is your secret? And all she says is, I listen to what they have to say. So I'm gonna marry that's that. Big. So I can be her ex-husband. She's gonna divorce me. But if you could get her to marry you when she hasn't married anyone. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I guess that's a good and look. And she got that special box. Look, they be looking at they be looking at her situation. She be like, "Yo, DOC, Andre 3000, Common, you know, J Electronica, this nigga, like, yeah, that nigga." Yeah, I, I did that. Mad, I, yeah. Yeah. So, we can't switch the screen, and Eric has left out. So, is there any other topic you want to to um, cover before we sign out? Cause you were you were bringing up a whole bunch of topics earlier. Remind me of one, please. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, let's talk about Charm City Kings. Okay. So I watched it a couple of days ago. He just watched it. This is the new movie that came on HBO. It's about dirt bike culture and bike culture in Baltimore, um, and it has Meek Mill in it. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a really good made for TV or made for cable TV movie. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on it? First of all, um, the dude played Mouse. Oh, he's an up and comer because yes. I loved him in Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim, absolutely. In New edition movie and New edition movie. Yeah. So I'm for, I, I don't know your name, young man, but I'm gonna find out. Yeah, he's up and coming for yeah, real. Yeah, he is. So um, yeah, I love like the little stunts. They ain't show a lot of stunts, but I like that. Mm -hmm. And then um, yeah, I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. This one of the things is like, hey, somebody comes around and you know you haven't seen it. That you know you turn on, you're like, all right, it's gonna be entertaining. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm really about that movie. I definitely thought it was great. I actually cried at the end of it. There's a scene that happens at the end uh, where Meek Mill does something, and it really, really, really touches me. Um, so y'all check it out. It's on HBO. It's called Charm City Kings. It's about bike culture in Baltimore. They get the accents down packed. Like, they have the accents going for the real, for real. The Yeah, so good. Do, whatever right, they right, be saying like, it. Really good. I, all he, the only thing he didn't say was hot dog. Yeah, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all for today, and tune in next week where um, we have another musical artist on, Hassan Nadan, and I will see you then. Thank you very much, Eric, for coming today and being my co-host. Eric comes all the way down from Maryland, so we got to give him a round of applause. Thank you to DJ EQ, my engineer, and Fredericksburg Public Access Radio, and we will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.